The following message is a presentation from Grace Baptist Church in Kettering, Ohio. I want us to go to Psalm 33. And the reason I would like this is to help us to uh, maybe put some action to what we said this morning, which we've already, we have, we've been doing as we sing to the Lord, we give praise to the Lord for what he has done. But I, I find that as we talk about praise, many biblical concepts such as faith, uh, sometimes can be a little bit nebulous, vague concepts, like how do you wrap your hand around praise, okay? Is it just me gathering with some folks and singing songs to him? Well, that's part of it. What is praise? How, you know, what is, what is a definition of praise? And so let's just take a few moments and look. Uh, we, we learned this morning that, that getting back to enjoying God means that we have to get back to praising him in his presence. We want to be there in his presence. We want to behold him. We want to see him for who he is. John 15, 11 tells us that Jesus told us about this whole abiding so that our joy would be full and it would be his joy in us and that our joy would be full. And so God, it is not God's will that you and I go through our existence here on earth without full joy. Do you believe that? God's desire is that you and I would have full joy, but we will be enjoying life as we enjoy God, uh, as we find joy in who he is, because life is full of, uh, of things to fret about and things to be worried about and anxieties, depressions, and so on, but as we find joy in his goodness, as we find joy, as you mentioned, Brother Steve, in his, his, the potential of a new day, his mercies are new to us every single morning, and we give praise to him in that, we find that we will be enjoying God. And so again, as C.S. Lewis said, fully to enjoy is to glorify. In commanding us to glorify him, God is inviting us to enjoy him. Praising God is the same as enjoying him, and we enjoy him, and as we enjoy him, we draw near to him. So with everything you have this week, make it your determination, like David, to get into the presence of God. But in this, this joy, how do I praise the Lord? How, how can I practically begin to praise the Lord? Is there some sort of guide to my praise to the Lord? And I want us to look at Psalm 33 and look here as it starts out and it says, Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous. Remember, when the Bible's talking about a righteous person, it's not talking about a person who's accomplished good works. It's a person who is positionally righteous before God, who has been declared righteous. So rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous. Rejoice in Jehovah. For praise is comely for the upright. Praise is comely for the upright. That word comely is the idea of proper or marked by suitability. It's right, it's appropriate, it's always appropriate. Two times in the scriptures do we find this word uh, comely in this context of praise here and also over in Psalm 147 and verse number one. And in both times it tells us praise is comely. Praise for God's people is right. And so aren't you glad that God doesn't just say, okay, praise me, and then leave us to wonder how to go about that? He has given us a personal tutor in praise. And a large part of that is found in the book of Psalms. And if you're struggling to praise the Lord and to enjoy your God, I encourage you to do a run through the book of Psalms. Maybe it's even time to set aside some other plans and say, I'm going to go spend some time in the Psalms and allow God. I'm not going to try to rush through it. I'm going to, I'm going to read until God gives me something and I'm going to park. And I'm going to enjoy that. I'm going to enjoy that about my God. If that takes me enjoying it for three days, I'm going to sit on that verse and meditate on it for three days. 
but I'm going to enjoy God in everything the, books on the, the Word of God says about Him. And so what I'd like to do is I'd like to read through Psalm 33 and just highlight and help us to see, boy, we can enjoy our God, we can praise our God by just taking a psalm like this and allowing it to speak for itself and allowing our hearts to respond to God with, yes, that is you. I, I, I do see you there. What an amazing thing. So we have this personal tutor. Let's read through verse, uh, chapter 33 and there, and I'll make some remarks along the way. I want us to notice that in verse 1, we're immediately invited to, to praise God. God invites us. He, he calls on us. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. Praise the, on the Lord with harp. Sing, notice these commands, praise. Sing unto the, him with a psaltery and with an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto him a new song. Not an old song, but a new song. A new song that he gives us, Psalm 40. He gave us that new song. It's a song about him. Play skillfully with a loud noise. Notice he is inviting us, and how he's inviting us, he's saying, I want you to rejoice. I want you to praise. I want you to uh, extol me. I want you to magnify my character traits. I want you to talk about me in front of your friends. I want you to publish me in anywhere, in any way that you can. I want you to sing. I want you to play in all these ways. Bring me praise. We're invited to praise. Verse number five, God's excellent character should be praised. It says there in verse number four, for the word of the Lord is right. It's always right. Now, sometimes guys think, well, my wife is always right. All right, there might be untruth in that, okay? But the word of God is always right. It's always right. Uh, It has never been found wrong. It's always right, and we can depend on it. And it comes from his character. All of his works are done in truth. He loveth the right, uh, righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. It's full. It's pa- jam-packed full with the goodness of the Lord. All we have to do is look around. Yet so often we're distracted, right? And we don't see all the character traits of our God because we are so focused in on our daily life. And God's excellent character, his rightness... His faithfulness should be extolled. It should be praised. Verse number six, his majesty as the creator is worthy of praise. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. With a word he created. When we look at that rose that's on your table that was given to you or outside those flowers that you have, And you look at that creation, or as snow begins to fall tomorrow, just remember, everything that was created was created by his word, with his breath. That's pretty amazing. The power of his word. By the way, it's the power of his word that will destroy all the enemies of God in the the battle of Armageddon. The power of his word. Oh, what a powerful word it is. But I want you to notice verse number 7. He gathers the waters of the sea together as a heap. All right, he did that with the crossing over the Red Sea and um, the Jordan River. But it, it, said, it goes beyond that, and he's, he layeth up the depths in, his, in the storehouse or in storehouses. Now, I want you to think about that. I did a Google search. Now, I don't know how they know this. They say they get it by satellites. But they said that uh, the amount of water in the world... Well, does anyone have a guess how many gallons of water are in the world? 
I mean, think about this, because God just told us that he layeth them up in storehouses. Like, he has the ability to shift the waters as he, as he wills. He has the ability to tell them to stand still, to stand on edge, to go where he wants them to go. So how many gallons of water does he have command over? All of them. How many? There you go. Very good. How many gallons do you think that is? Well, it's a number beyond our imagination. Infinity? Not quite, but uh, 352 quintillion gallons of water. That's six sets of zeros, as I understand it. And I, 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 I uh, don't even know how to wrap my brain around that number. I don't know how many milk jugs, how many times that would go around the world. But that's a lot of water. And what my Bible is telling me is he, lay, he is able to move them, and he's able to store them as he wills. That's amazing. That's a, that's a big God. Verse 8, God's protective care is worthy of his praise. Let all the earth fear him. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. Why? For he spake and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. Aren't you thankful for that truth? He maketh the devices of the people of none effect. The counsel of the Lord standeth forever. Their counsel he will bring to naught, but his counsel standeth forever. The thoughts of his heart are to all generations. That's a tender statement just saying, listen, his heart, his thoughts extend to my generation, to your generation. Jeremiah 29, verse number 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. That was geared towards his people, but to understand that our God thinks wonderful thoughts towards us. He has thoughts of blessing and thoughts of protective care. Verse number 12, God's blessing upon his people is worthy of praise. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. Speaking specifically of Israel, but those that follow him, those that have uh, uh, given allegiance to him, blessed is that group of people, blessed is the nation. And we, we, we can so often look at our own nation, especially in history, and realize God has blessed our nation whose God is the Lord. That was the reason. God gives great blessing to those that, that seek him. What a faithful God he is. And that blessing is something for which we ought to give thanks to the Lord for. Something also that we are watching in our nation, them as they turn against our Lord, realize and spurn the blessing of God. Trample it, Right? God has brought us to the point where we are in our nation. It was, it was the church, it was God's people who birthed this nation out of a desire to be able to worship God in freedom. And as our nation turns its back on God, you realize he, he, he begins to remove that blessing, but may we not forget that our God did bless us. And may we give him praise for the blessing and the continued blessings that we continue to have from our Lord. May we not go along with them and, 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 and bash our Lord and, and speak against him, but may we give thanks to him and praise to him for the blessing. Verse number 13, God's watchfulness over his people is worthy of praise. The Lord looketh from heaven and he beholdeth, now notice this, all the sons of men. I can only behold so many people, like in one shot, I can only, I can only behold here, but my God looks from heaven and he sees everyone. He sees you tonight. And he knows the number of, of hairs, Brother Jeremiah. He knows the number of peach fuzz. You know, he, he knows it all, right? Uh, he knows exactly. 
what you have. He sees it all. Verse 14, from the place of his habitation, he looketh upon all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashioneth their hearts alike. He, he forms us. He considereth their, all their works. Uh, verse 16, there is no king saved by the multitude of a ho- an host. Notice that. There is no king saved by the multitude of an host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength, and horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from on death and to keep them alive in famine. Our God watches over us. And what we might fear about as we look around us His continued watch care is there, and we ought to give him praise. Verse number 21, God's reliability is worthy of praise. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Do you know what David's saying here? Well, actually, we don't know who the psalmist is here. Do you know what is being said here? I can rely on my God. I know he's going to come through as my help and my shield. Friends, can I encourage you to praise him for the fact that we can rely on him? He's completely reliable. He is reliable for your needs this this week, and we ought to give him praise for that. Verse 22, God's mercy toward his people is worthy of praise. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us according as we hope in thee. As we set our expectation in you, we can expect your mercy to be upon us. Thank the Lord. I don't deserve it, but it's there. And the Bible tells us his mercies are new to us every single morning. That's our God. So may I encourage you as we consider this matter of enjoying our God, could I encourage you if the Lord has touched your heart with that matter, perhaps over the next week, take a psalm and just say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit in the psalm. Maybe it's this psalm. Maybe it's Psalm 147. That's another good one. Uh, a lot of the psalms towards the end of the book of Psalms tremendous for helping you with praise. Psalm 95, or 96, as we have uh, noted up here, uh, is a great one. Psalm 95 is as well. Uh, But a psalm where you can just sit and walk through it and enjoy what it says about our God. And be in his presence, behold his beauty, inquire, and ask the Holy Spirit, tell me more. Help me to understand this more. And just enjoy our God for who he is and what he is saying to us about his person. Would you pray with me tonight? Father, help us to be this type of people. Uh, Lord, I pray that we would be able to put the pause on this week, uh, even even for uh, moments of time, and give you attention, give you you the ability to work in our lives, and allow us to enjoy you. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, you would help us to meditate on what we've learned today. And that it wouldn't just be something that we hear and not do, but help us, Lord, to be doers of your word. Thank you for this church family that you've blessed uh, us all with. And I pray your uh, blessings upon us. I ask you to continue to protect our health. uh, Help us to uh, put our expectation in you. And Lord, I pray that this week would be uh, remarkably different in each of our lives as we walk with you and as we enjoy you and enjoy what you continue to do for us. So, we bless your name tonight and together in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening today. For more information about Grace Baptist Church, please visit our website at gracebaptistofkettering.org. And remember, you are always welcome at Grace Baptist Church.